Hello and welcome to season 6 of the Podcast Base podcast. This season will focus on making money with your podcast. There are so many ways to monetize a podcast without a large audience or thousands of downloads. I'll tell you how I monetize mine and we'll also have guests on the show who share about their podcasting journey. So let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, podcast babes. Uh, We're back with a new episode of the Podcast Babes podcast. And today is a guest episode. Today is an interview with Anna Patricia Bourgeois. And she is a certified business coach for ambitious women who desire to have it all. Well, that's me. But I think when you're listening to this podcast, that's also you. She is also the host of the Powerful Female Leaders podcast. At the time of recording, 153 episodes in, so she knows a thing or two about podcasting. And yeah, she's joining us today on the show. I'm very, very excited. Welcome to the show, Anna. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and I'm so excited to talk about podcasting. Like you are more than 150 episodes in, so you have been podcasting for a while. Can you take us back though? Like how, why did you start a podcast? Oh my gosh, that's such a great question. I think it goes back to like university and like I want to be in the world of media. I want to be on radio or television. Like I don't know how I'm going to make it happen, what it's going to look like, but I know I'm passionate about communications and that's what I graduated in. And at the end of my degree, I did do an internship in a digital marketing agency. And that's really when I learned about social media and the online world. And I realized that a lot of people had podcasts and I kept that in the back of my mind. I'm like, "Mm, maybe I should come back to this like when I feel more ready to do it. And then I had my own agency and then that didn't work. And then I pivoted into coaching. Like I got certified. I started like I switched niches a few times, really trying to find what my calling was. And when I knew that it was about business coaching, social media, helping women, empowering women, being financially free, and then I had my own brand, my own Facebook group, like I was well established, I was growing my audience. And then I was like, you know what, now I think it's the right time to do it because I knew I wanted to do it. But I just was like chickening out. I was like, no, can I really do it? Am I really ready? But like, I just said, you know what, I'm just going to give it a shot, see how it goes. And it honestly blew my mind. Like it just exploded. Like I have so many requests every single day. People wanting to collaborate. People wanting to be on the show. I don't do any outreaches at all. Like people come to me. Like it's just so organic. I've met so many incredible women. Learned so many things. I've become a better coach, a better human because of the podcast. It truly changed my life, to be honest. Awesome. And I think it's also very relatable that you felt like you needed to get clear in your message before you start your podcast. Would you say yes. it changed also since since you started? Not really, because I feel like the mission is still the same. Like it's still about giving women a platform to share their stories, share how they grew into the women they are today, how they overcame their, their challenges and the things that they do to create their freedom and their abundance and It's just so like incredibly inspiring and it's also the collaborative and and connection side too. Like I've grown my network. People have been referring me. I've gotten clients. So I feel like the mission is still the same, 
But sure, like every single interview is different <laughs> in a way. Yeah, that's also the good thing, right? That it's yeah. it's not all the same. And like you said, it unlocks all these opportunities. Yes, yes. And also I hear you say this as well, but also for me, like un unexpected opportunities, maybe. Mm -hmm. Because getting clients, I don't know, I kind of expected that to be a result. And for me, I, I got some clients, but for me, it was really different. It was more like another step that people mm -hmm. take. So not really like the whole like top of the funnel, but <laughs> more like in nurturing yes. and lead. And then the podcast is so good and networking, yeah. like you said. I think that's yeah. also a really good outcome of podcasting. Yes. And the other good outcome too from this is I realize a lot of other women were like, how do I start my podcast? Like, how do you did it? Like, show me how you did it. Like, I, there's so many steps. It's so, it's so confusing and overwhelming. And that gave me the idea to start my own mini course to show women how to do it. So there's so many things that happen from just starting the podcast. So if right. this is on your mind, if this is one of your goals, <laughs> go and do it. Like, you will regret it. For sure. So what did change since the start? You mentioned the mission is the same, the format is the same because that has just been working really well for you. But did you also make some like smaller improvements or, or maybe big improvements as you went through these like releasing more than 150 episodes? Mm -hmm. So I think it was more personal that changed. Like I changed as a person. Yeah. So I feel like my questions, like my interview style, my question got better and better and better. And that's the feedback that I get always like, oh, Anna, like you're so good at asking these questions. You really make me think before answering them and, and giving a thought provoking answer. So I feel like personally, I grew so much for sure. Right. Yeah, that is really, really interesting to hear. And we're doing a bit of a podcast swap. So I'm also yeah. going on your podcast <laughs> and I'm a little bit nervous now. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> He's a good interviewer. She can get all the juicy details out. Don't be scared. I don't bite. You're going to love it. <laughs> yeah. No, I think so too. So yeah, for you, it was also a bit of like a personal growth journey going through the podcasting. What would you say to other podcasters or maybe newer podcasters if you can give them a tip? Mm, there's so many things. Like I created a course for it, but... <laughs> right, yeah. I think the biggest thing is to realize that it's not going to be perfect the first time you do it, right? Your first episode won't be perfect. Your first guest interview won't be perfect. Like we have this image in our heads that we need to be 100% ready, 100% like knowing exactly what we're going to do, what it's going to look like. And we have these expectations, but then going and doing it, it's completely different. So if you can release those expectations, release the pressure to be perfect and all of that, and just focus on doing the best you can and realizing that by doing what you're doing now, actually going to impact so many lives and you're going to help so many people. And that's what you have to focus on. Focus on the impact you're making rather than saying the perfect thing, looking the perfect way, having the perfect cover, the perfect intro, like these little things you can tweak along the way. So yeah. don't stress so much about it. Right. Listeners don't care about perfection. As I think as the host, you're probably the only one who cares <laughs> about this. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you want to do a good job, which I think makes sense. 
But the cool thing is also it's all digital. You can switch out the intro and outro. You can switch out the trailer episode. You can change whatever you want. Mm. It's all there and it's all yeah. there to be changed. It's not written in stone. Exactly. It's not a book, right? Like a paper book. You cannot change it anymore because it's out there. But podcasts, yeah. you can change whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> also forever. So it's also, I think, maybe a good yeah. asset. Yeah. So in your business coaching, do you also help clients? Like, no, I want to ask, would you advise business owners to always start a podcast or do you say like, mm, maybe it's not for everyone? Mm, that's a really good question. I think it truly depends on what your goals are and what your vision is and what your mission is. And everyone is different, right? Everyone has different goals, different visions. And if this resonates, if podcasting is something you've always been curious about, if you love talking, if you love meeting people, then yes, there's a way to like integrate it in your strategy for sure. But if you know your thing is doing a webinar or doing challenges or doing a blog, like whatever your thing is that you're passionate about, I would rather you do that because your energy will be different. Your intentions will be different. And people can feel it when you're not 100% passionate or 100% committed. And podcasting is a long-term game. And that's the thing is that we have to realize it's not going to be overnight, right? It's going to take a lot of commitment, a lot of like focus and dedication and doing the things even when we don't feel like doing them. So if you're not passionate to begin with, I wouldn't recommend you go into it. Right. Yeah. Having a few episodes and like having a podcast and a few episodes out there, it's pretty cool. But I think the real magic happens when you just keep doing it and you're one year in, two years in, three years in. I think then you really have that compounding effect of mm-hmm. all the things that you mentioned, like gigantic network, mm-hmm. a lot of guests that have been on your podcast that you personally know now because you did a whole interview with them, listeners that you build a relationship with. Yeah. So from starting your podcast to where you are now, more than 150 episodes, how did you make sure that you also, or is it also a focus for you to grow your audience or... Is it? Mm. Yeah, let me ask that first. Maybe it is not, you know, <laughs> some podcasters are happy with the audience that they have. So is it a goal for you to also grow your audience over time? Of course it is, because the more people listen to it, the better, like the more impact. And that's always been the mission. Right. So of course it is. And I think the easiest way to do that is to do podcast webs like we're doing, like going into other people's audiences, sharing value. I think that's the the most easiest, funnest way to do it. I also have a few other lead magnets and things that I do. But ultimately, it's really like those connections and those collaborations that truly grow an audience. Mm -hmm. You mentioned lead magnets. Does that mean that in a lead magnet, you also refer to your podcast or how does it work? Yes, exactly. So in every call to action, I do add my group, my podcast, my Instagram page, like all my links. So people like when they join my group, for example, I ask them, like, where did you hear about this group? And they tell me your podcast. Right. So I know exactly where my people are coming from. And I know the podcast is a huge part of it. Mm -hmm, I see. Yeah. And you also mentioned that you never really reach out to guests anymore. They reach out to you. Mm -hmm. 
how can other podcasters also achieve this? Because it's pretty sweet, right? Like you just send back and these emails come into your inbox and you don't, you just say, yep, I'll have you. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It saves time. I know like for, I have another podcast and also for this podcast, like at the start, you have to reach out to get guests on your show because not that many people know about it yet. You haven't really developed that brand as much. But then at some point, there is this switch where just like (laughs) every week or first every week and then first every month and then every week and then every day an Mm -hmm. email comes in like, hey, Mm -hmm. can I be on your podcast? Mm -hmm. What can you tell people who also want to achieve this? So I think this is one of the reasons why, like I was saying at the beginning, that I've waited until I started the podcast. So when I started the podcast, I did have, I think I already had like 5,000 followers on Instagram. Like I already had like an audience base. And I told myself, if I do this, I put the intention in the universe that people are going to reach out to me. I won't have to stress about finding guests. And that's exactly what happened. So I feel like you have to decide what you want it to look like and what it's like, what's going to happen from there and trust that it will happen like that. And that's exactly what, what happened. So if you have the chance to build an audience first through social media, do that and it's going to be easier to grow your podcast get people on it for sure so that's what i did i truly build an audience at first before even starting a podcast but i think the other thing is too is that i don't shut up about it because people what they do is they create something they talk about it once and that's it i don't shut up about it i talk about my podcast every day in my stories on my feed i have an instagram page just for the podcast i post on that page every single day Like I'm there, like I'm in people's faces. People know I'm here. So I feel like that also creates the awareness and makes people want to be like, hey, raise their head and be like, it's my turn. I want to be on there too, you know? So if you're passionate about it, if you love what you do, you're going to not shut up about it. You're going to talk about it every single day. Right. And I think, yeah, it's actually good to consider to build an audience first. I think you can also do it the other way around, right? You can also Mm -hmm. start a podcast first. And then build a social media audience from podcast listeners. But it definitely makes sense that if you have 5,000 people on Instagram, Mm -hmm. they probably don't all go over to the podcast, right? Not Mm -hmm. all Instagram people listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. I think that's also why what you said, podcast swaps work so well. And I totally agree with you on that. Because (laughs) podcast listeners, they listen to podcasts. So if you want to reach podcast listeners, then you find them on podcasts (laughs) and make sense, right? Yeah. But I think it's also interesting that this worked really well for you, that you converted these Instagram followers to the podcast. Do you have any tips for that though? Because for me, I I don't know if I have been successful in that. (laughs) So I think part of the reason why it works so well is because my target audience are women in business and women in business are always driven by personal development, driven by how can I make this better? How can I improve my mindset? How can I make more money? How can I find more clients? And if you give them on this silver platter, this podcast that teaches them how to do it and that shares stories of what not to do and that to avoid that mistake or to do this or to do that, they're going to be like, wow, this person is incredible. Like she's giving me all this value. And I think that's what we have to remember when we're podcasting is that there's people on the other side who are listening. Who are they? Like, what are their issues or challenges or problems? What are they going through? What's going through their mind? What can I share with them? What can I tell them that's going to help them move forward in their day-to-day lives and get the results that they want to get? 
So I feel like it's so important to know who your audience is and to reach out to them and tell them, look, I know you're going through this. Here's my podcast. I teach you how to do this. Check out this episode. I thought about you. I think this episode would help you. It's like just being intentional about who we're reaching and what we're sharing and the value we're giving. It makes all the difference. Right. Yeah, that makes total sense. So your audience is on Instagram and they can find your podcast there and then also think, oh, interesting. I need to listen to this because this is exactly what I'm looking for. But maybe someone else's audience is not necessarily on Instagram. Maybe they're on Twitter or maybe they're not on social media at all. And you have to find different ways to reach these people. I'm everywhere. <laughs> That's always a solution. Just be everywhere and then you reach the people. <laughs> Honestly, like you got to do what you got to do. Being everywhere can be a lot of work, but can also mean that you repurpose your podcast really well. Which one of the two is it? <laughs> yeah, it's I love that you said that because I'm the queen of repurposing. I every single piece of content I write, every single live stream, every single podcast episode, whatever it is, I always make sure that I repurpose that in five different formats, five different platforms. Like I don't reinvent the wheel every single day. I also repost old posts that did really well, that perform really well. Like I don't spend too much time worrying about what am I going to post because I have so much content that I can just repurpose. And I think that's the most valuable thing to listen to right now. If you have old posts that you haven't posted in a while, repost them. <laughs> right? Yeah. That, that's That's what I do. That's what I do. And that's, Every time people ask me, like, Anna, like, how do you do it? You're everywhere. Like, I see you everywhere. You're posting all the time. Like, how do you get the energy? And I'm like, I repurpose my things. Like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't break yeah. my head trying to find, okay, what am I going to post today? And if it takes more than 10 minutes, it's not worth it. That is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting to hear you say this also. I, I mean, I already thought that you would repurpose your content a lot. And it's really something that keeps coming up in these interviews with podcasters and I don't know I didn't think that that would be a thing that just keeps coming up and keeps coming up but it's true you just gotta make your life easy and you can be everywhere but only if you do this because otherwise it is a full-time job on its own to create all that content we've actually recently been going back to season one mm. of this podcast when we're releasing this it's I think season six. So like there's a lot of content in between, you know, but season one is still there. It's still up in like the interwebs space, but also like this, all this content is evergreen. It's still relevant. So even if you think that you've already done all the repurposing when you released it, you can always go back. Yeah. And I literally today got an email like, oh, I've been loving the Instagram posts. That's literally <laughs> what we've been doing. <laughs> we just went back yeah. to the episodes and looked at the blog post and thought, okay, this is like three Instagram posts that we have right here. Yes. Yes. It's a gold mine. It's a gold mine. And yeah, like you said, time is precious. Focus on the tasks that are truly going to move your business forward. I think, honestly, I want to share this because I think this is one thing that I've noticed a lot is a lot of people hide behind social media. Like they hide behind their posts and they spend so much time worrying about the perfect caption, the perfect picture. When in reality, what's truly going to move the needle is to connect with people, 
get on interviews, call people, like get on networking groups, like do something to put yourself out there, to put your face, your name out there and have genuine conversation and get to know people. That's how you're going to move the needle forward. (laughs) So it's like this. Yeah, I didn't know that when I started my business. I also thought, yeah, but I need to post daily, right? Because that's what you do. Like you put out content. (laughs) You literally like push out content a lot. And then that is it. But I think that there is definitely a place for that. But like you said, maybe the connections that you make with guests also, for example, on the podcast, Mm. that might be the most important thing. Yes. Yes. It's everything. It's everything. And the sooner you can get to know the person really well and grow that relationship, the sooner you're like, you're planting all those seeds and they're going to sprout. Maybe it's not going to be tomorrow or next month, but maybe in two months or three months or four months. Like you never know when that connection is going to flourish and they're going to send you referrals or they're going to invite you on other interviews or they're going to you know, introduce you to someone else who, you know, you can help or there's so many things that could go right. So it's like, you gotta like get out of your head and meet new people every single day. Like it's on my goals list. Like every single day, who can I talk to today? Like who can I start a relationship with? Who can I meet? Like what interviews can I do? And it's like a mission of mine to do that because I know that's really where it all starts. So I encourage you, go out today, reach out to someone, start a conversation, get to know the people, and it's going to be more organic and you're going to notice a difference too in your engagement and your growth, for sure. Yes, absolutely. I want to sound agree. So Anna, what can we expect out on the podcast in the near future? Anything exciting coming up that we should definitely check out? Ooh, I like that. So... I think we're going to go to season three, maybe not now, but in the near future, like we're in season two right now. And it's honestly doing and performing way better than season one. So it keeps growing and growing and growing. And I feel like with each and every season, it's going to be another explosion. So I'm just really excited for the future and what's coming and all the amazing guests. Like I'm booked out like three months in advance right now. Like it's just crazy. But I love it. I just love it so much. So when you're passionate. Yeah. Why do you think that there is a change between season one and season two? And why do you expect that between season two and three? Again, is there like anything that you do different or is there like a big launch or tell me the secret? Yes. (laughs) I love that. So what I did different is I actually took a break in December. So... I was pumping out, like I'm pumping out two episodes every week. And back in December, I was like, you know what? I need a break because this is a lot. Like I'm still human. Like I have to take care of myself. And I feel like when I came back, it was like this renewed energy and passion. And I feel like the intention and the focus and the energy was different. So the results are different. So taking that break truly gave me that new breath of fresh air but it's also the hype like you said like I was hyping like guys season two is coming I'm so excited like when you're hyping something that's coming people are getting excited with you and they're actually really excited to also share it and spread the word out there for you so it's a combination of like two things for sure cool really cool 
Okay, so we'll be looking out for season three, but first the end of season two, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Can you share where people can find the podcast, but also if they want to know more about you and about what you do as a business coach, share yes. us all the, all the links, please. Awesome. So you can find the podcast on all major platforms. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google, like every major platform you, can, you listen to podcasts on, I'm on there the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at anapatricia.coach. You can join my Facebook group, the Powerful Female Coaches and Leaders Community. I go live in there every week. I answer any questions. I give free coaching. You can meet amazing women. So yeah, just join us, join the party. I would love to have you. And yeah, thank you so much for doing this and for having me on your show. It was great. Thank you for sharing all your tips and tricks <laughs> and podcasting journey. We will also make sure that we add all the links to the show notes. So you can just go to the show notes, click the links there and follow Anna and listen to the podcast. Definitely. Yes. There's also an episode coming up with someone you might know. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> so if that one is already out when this episode releases, we will link it. If it's not there yet, then it's not been released yet. And you can just listen to all the other amazing interviews on the podcast. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guest if you found her tips useful. It's always good to hear that. And don't forget, I'm releasing another episode on Wednesday. These Wednesday apps are really short and quick with a tip that you can implement right away. So I'll see you there. Hey, Podcast Babe, before you go, I want to tell you real quick about a free tool that we developed, a quiz. So if you have heard me talking about podcast monetization and all the different options that you have and you're like, okay, cool, but what's the right one for me? That is exactly what you can find out in this quiz. So if you go to thepodcastbabes.com forward slash quiz, you can answer nine questions. It will only take you five minutes. And one of the podcast monetization strategies will roll out of this quiz as the perfect strategy for you. Of course, I will also give you some tips on how to get started, some podcast episodes to listen to, specified to the outcome of your quiz. So go to the podcast babes forward slash quiz, take the quiz and start monetizing.